got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, podcast episode number one. This is your boy KJ Five to the Two. I'm here with DJ Rodrigo Morales, aka DJ Morphesis. Morphesis. That just came out wrong. Morphical I'm matter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to be funny about. DJ Morphesis, aka the tallest Guatemalan. Ladies and gentlemen. So here's the deal. I wanted to talk about this phenomenon of people gushing, if you will, mm. lauding. Mm. Tons of praise. Mm. Uh, a, a blanket. In, in the Christian rap blanket. world and in the mainstream world. Okay. Uh, for your boy Chance the Rapper. Mm. Okay. So, <clears throat> I got a bee in my bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> no, yeah, okay, man. so here's, here's, here's what I'm going to say. And I, it's funny that this conversation comes up. People ask my opinion about it as if I'm the... Gurus. The authority. You are the uh, I'm not upper echelon a man, of all things hip hop. Just a man with a with a with too many opinions. But I think I feel that people have like his last record, where he used you know obviously a ton of gospel sort of like choruses. Right, would you right. say gospel yeah, choruses? Yeah. Heav- heavily influenced. Heavily influenced yeah. by a, by a black gospel aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and I remember reading reviews or just reading the actual feedback and the feedback is like this is so innovative this has never been done before <laughs> ah! and you know what i mean like when when and i and i had to go not to take anything away from chance the rapper's abilities you know what i'm saying and i even would take it one step further and go i believe the gifts of god are without repentance mm. now what you choose to do with those gifts whether you choose to use those gifts to point back to the creator who gave them to you, or you choose to use them to point back to any litany of insane things that you can talk about. Okay. It's your choice. I believe God gives us that choice. It's your prerogative. It's your prerogative. Word to Bobby Brown. Mm. Anyway, um, but it gets me a little mad because I feel like, man, if if Christian hip-hop artists did this, which they have, and the same thing was presented by guys with equal skill. Now, right. some people go, oh, Chance the Rapper, he's doper than any Christian rapper. Well, I am a firm believer that there is no good or bad music. There's only effective and non-effective music. Because oh. all that, that is subjective to your own opinion. Wow. You know what I'm saying? One man's trash. a long time, my friend. Look at you. <laughs> no, I stole that from Questlove. But one man's trash <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. And what you feel an emotional connection to you is going to be the best thing you ever thought. Wow. So anyway, but I'm just saying, take someone who can put words together on an equal footing of a chance the rapper in Christian hip-hop. Okay. And I believe there are many. Okay. okay. And you put the same production style underneath them. Yeah. And you submit the same type of record just with slightly different content. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, I know Chance is talking about God up and down at that album, but he's also talking about smoking weed and sleeping with girls and you name it, anything a rapper talks about. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you got 100% of Jesus talk and 100% of rapper talk. Right. So you got 200% of talk, talky talks. <laughs> That's a lot of percent. But I feel like if you go back to just 100% Jesus talk and you put the same aesthetic underneath it, all of a sudden it's corny, it's mm, cheesy, yeah. it's played out, it's not innovative, it's not creative, it's not on the same level. We're not giving this any looks. Right, right. Now, just from a purely artistic standpoint, you know, Chance did it his own way. He did it without any label backing. He, he forged his own path. Independent. Completely independent. Word Absolutely. to independence. Independents are running the game now. But what is your opinion on why this is a phenomenon? And my opinion is not a phenomenon. It's been around. Uh, I just think because 
people seem to revere mainstream music as more legit, more effective. Uh, why? Be, just because. It's a, because it comes from a bigger market, that's my opinion. Okay. We're, we're a smaller pond that's a big ocean, so you know whatever they do kind of sets the standard or the precedent. I don't agree with that because I think there's way more talented people than some of the trendsetters right now out charting in the secular realm. But needless to say, that has become kind of the uh, measuring board to where we compare what's cool, what's not cool, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Cool. Is it cool enough? I'm not cool enough. It's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> hip hop is a high school and here comes the kid with like, he's like, today I'm gonna roll half my pants up to above my knee and yeah. my other pant I'm gonna cut in half. <laughs> and everybody goes, Oh, that's the coolest thing I ever did. And then like that nerdy kid that's been sitting in the back of the audiovisual club for the entire year going, I've been doing that. <laughs> very true. Very, very like, true. Shut up. Tommy did it first. It's like, no. Is that coming from a personal, personal yeah. history? Yeah, I got Anybody? a bee in my bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like sometimes like those in the it's, – it's almost like – you know what I also think like sometimes – it's like whatever is presented with a Jesus slant without the other ill content mm-hmm. is immediately just dismissed for the sake of people just don't like things that are related back to God coming from people that are trying to live righteously. There you go. Maybe you know from, I mean? uh, maybe they feel they're just can't relate. coming from a, a point of judgment maybe? Possibly. Right. You know, or maybe it's from relatability. You know, most people want to do whatever they want to do and they want to also, you know. Love God. And look, I, I got God in my heart, you know what I'm saying? Like, he know my heart, though. He know my heart, though. <laughs> I love God. <laughs> you love God. I need a t-shirt that says, love, love God. God. That's a song. G-A-W-D. That's a song, actually. L-U-H. Love. That's actually a song. That's a Mary Mary song. Love God. I love God. <laughs> Do you love God? That's actually how the chorus goes. You're making this up as a spoof. I'm telling you, this already it's charted. Done. It's nothing news under the sun, huh, Jonah? Yes. Well, speaking under the sun, uh, today I got up at the crack of the sun rising mm. in the east. I got on. The, I got onto my normal shuttle. This is how cheap I am. Okay. And this is how cheap. This is the extent of my cheapness. <coughs> I'm not cheap. I'm like respectably cheap. Okay. I'm a fair person. <laughs> Middle class fancy cheap? No, not that kind of cheap. No? I basically got onto the shuttle to take it to the airport. Now, I'd already previously parked in the short term because I don't want to bring my bags. Because if I bring my bags, then I got to tip the guy oh for bringing gosh. my bags. So I parked my car in the short term, bring in my bags, check my bags, get back in my car, get out of the car, drive all the way to the long term so then I can carry my carry on in the shuttle and thus Two saving money. Two hours later. No, it's like a 10, 15, <laughs> it's like a 10 minute extra. To save $2. I know. It oh seems insane. Gosh. You know what it is? It's the principle of it, man. I don't like getting on the shuttle with like five bags. I feel like that guy. I'm that guy. I feel like that guy. So I get on. And it's just me and one other dude, as I like to call him, a middle class fancy. So he's kind of middle class, upper class type of dude. And uh, he's just totally focused. Like he's looking at them spreadsheets, man. He's Hold like, on, though. You, for, for those of us that don't know, what, what is a... Middle class fancy middle look like. Just give us <laughs> well, the picture. Well, in South Florida, we have a lot of middle class fancies. Okay, it's like you're kind of upper middle class. You might have a pair of Air Monarchs in your in your in your closet. A pair of like bright white Payless New Balance. Mm. You know, you enjoy a good cargo short. Hey, who doesn't? Well, who doesn't? Right? 
I mean, come on, pleats. My opinion. Who doesn't enjoy pleats. I'm going to make a cargo shorts that store cargo shorts, <laughs> which stores another miniature cargo short. It's just it's never layers. Ends. It's, it's layers. just layers. It's, it's an like, infinite loop. It's an infinite loop of cargo shorts. Anyway, um, so he's middle class fancy. You know what I mean? He's sitting on there, and I can tell he's not even focused. And I notice this guy jumps out like really quick, like he grabs my bag, but I'm almost at the door. So he grabs my bag and he puts it in. So I'm like, ah, he's doing a courtesy. Yeah, Air Monarchs, man, right there. <laughs> Beloved by coaches around I, America. I, I think this whole podcast should be sponsored by Air Monarchs. That should be the thumbnail. Team Monarchs. That's what we are. Monarch. Team Monarchs. Yeah. Bringing back the hard yo, and hard bottom yo, shoes. Yo, let's make this happen, yo. <laughs> Hashtag Team Monarch. Let's make it happen, yo. The sad thing is there actually is an Instagram account called Team Monarch, yeah. and I've already subscribed to it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so like he's sitting on there. And uh, my man grabs it, and I, he just kind of got it really quick before I could really be like, no, I'm okay. I don't mm. need you to grab my bag. He still grabbed the bag. But I'm kind of like, you know, I didn't ask you to take my bag onto the shuttle. Like, I can totally handle this. So hold on a second. You're walking up to the shuttle with the bag over your – hold on. It's a, is it, it's is a roller. It, is it, is, oh, it's a, it's a carry-on. Oh, okay. See, yes. I was going to ask if it was a backpack. Was it a one-shoulder or was it a two-shoulder? Strap. I am How always two shoulder. It? You're always two shoulder. Never not one shoulder. What? Take it scoliosis, man. Come on, yo. So in high school, you didn't do the one shoulder. Yeah, that was the one shoulder lean, yo. The one to shoulder I think lean. I, I was like the guy who had a duffel bag for some reason. I think my mom made it. <laughs> it's like here comes Jonah, big old army duffel bag with pots and clanks and all kinds of <laughs> metal metal armament. <laughs> it, was, it was many armaments. Oh. He's a knight. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Back so he grabs my bag and gets on, and I already know. Like, Why did you let the bag go? I didn't. It was so fast. It was just like I thought he wanted to put it in a it's certain like, space. like a cheetah? Did he pounce on your bag? <laughs> did he just pop out of the bush? <laughs> like, Give me that bag. It's very cat-like in his, <laughs> in his, in his <laughs> bag grabs. Give me that bag. Grabs the bag, gets put on there, and I look in, and I realize, oh, man, it's just me and middle-class fancy sitting on, the, mm. sitting on the thing, which means he's looking at us. As is tip tipperonis. That's right. Tipper Gore. He's so I'm like, you know what? You ain't getting this dollar out of me, homie. Dang. The whole reason I did this rigmarole, <laughs> this hullabaloo, <laughs> <all> if you will, <laughs> is because I don't want to tip you. You know what it is? I don't want nobody doing something for me that I can't do for myself. Mm. Okay? Not trying to be cheap. If you legitimately help me. You're a grown man. You take care of your own, son. Exactly. I don't carry my own bags. bags. Not a, not a <laughs> lilting flower. Okay? Strong, mighty oak. You're not a little snowflake. I'm not a snowflake. Mighty oak. Anyway, so he grabs it. He puts it away. I'm like, all right. And we pull up to the curb, and I'm like, there's nobody at the airport. Mm. So he's got, he's going hard body right. with his assistance. Where do you guys need to be dropped off at? I'm like, fool, I already got my ticket. I can drop me on the back. You can pull me up to the other side of the <laughs> airport. doesn't matter. Drop me anywhere. But I'm like, pull me up to Delta. The other guy gets off of Delta. And so I already know. Here's the exchange. Here's the awkward moment. Here's the here's the Larry David moment. Here's the moment. pivotal point of the story. It's the crux of what's about mm, to happen. The crescendo. So I get up, grab my bag. Yeah. I'm out the door. Yeah. Middle class fancy gets up, grabs yeah. his bag, out the okay, door. Okay, so you made it out first. No, he was in front of me. Oh. We both exited at the same time. And I'm just barely catching it out of the corner of his eye. It's like, it's like, uh, it was like as if I like left my kid forever at the door. Then <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. But anyway, the point is, so we get out and I'm not joking. I hear him yell. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Mm. Boom. Shuts the door, drives Peels off. Peels off. This burns rubber. I don't think you can peel off in a shuttle. Burn. 
He squeaked, squeaked rubber. He tried to punch, he tried to punch that thing, and it was like the equivalent of like a golf. golf. Yeah, <laughs> just heard a lot of, a lot of, a lot of engine rumble. Like, That's ding, it. Ding, ding. <laughs> Alive. <laughs> anyway, uh, so like I'm like, yo, did he just diss me like that? Like in my head, I'm like, people say, oh, the gen, the, the millennial kids are the most entitled generation, and they're snowflakes, and they're fragile, and they're they expect everything. No, I am sorry, retirees. In SoFlo, mm. with nothing else to do, are the most entitled generation ever. Because wow. you know why? Pourquoi? They have nothing to do. <laughs> they probably got that job because someone kicked him. Like, the wife was like, I can't take you in this house anymore. Go get a job. Mm. And he picked the first job that you could get, which was driving people around in the shuttle parking lot. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good, honest work. Right, right. I don't owe you a $2 tip. Mm. Do I? I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong for that? Am okay. I wrong? Do okay. I owe him a tip for that? Look. Listeners, am I wrong? <laughs> okay. On one hand, we are talking about $1. <laughs> it's a principle, man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It is a dollar. You're right. But on the other hand, you did not request those services. Yeah. He kind of just pounced on you. Yeah. Had his way with your carry-on bag and yeah. uh, then demanded payment. So that, I don't think that's right either. So I think split it down the middle, meet him halfway, give him 50 cents, everyone's happy. No, then he'd be extra mad if I flipped him two quarters. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Keep change, kid. Just flip two quarters. Like, like he was like some, <laughs> some paper boy in the 1930s. Gee, Kelly Walker, <laughs> sir. Appreciate it. I just <laughs> felt so disrespected at that moment. Like It's like... You're not a waiter. You're not a waitress. You're not a porter. Right. Okay. You're not a. You're not my anesthesiologist. Right. 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 Who I would tip <laughs> for a job well done. How would you tip your anesthesiologist if yeah, you're like, out? You no. Know, once I get up, I'm like, hello, gov. <laughs> what you, Didn't you, feel a thing. Are you from Wales? <laughs> well, I got a little British accent when I was out. <laughs> okay. I'm just sorry. Like a shuttle driver is not entitled to a tip. It's not a tipping job. You get a you get an hourly wage. Mm, I don't know, buddy. He's I don't know, buddy. Because it's he's what? Not, he's not the same thing could be said about waitresses. The same thing could be said no, about they get paid waiters, a, about they concierge. Get, no, they get paid a tipping wage. Mm. I was a waiter. That was one of the worst jobs I did yeah. for and, years. And you have to earn a tip. Yeah. That makes up so for So I hustle my service. I do a good job. I bring you your little bread there, crazy lady. Here's your bread, lady. I know that's all you really want. 700 pieces of bread. But she, she's on the third basket. What do you do? You know what I actually used to do? Because they'd get mad the bread wasn't hot. Yeah, careful what you're saying on, on, on the podcast. There's a statute of limitations. <laughs> so I used to, because you had to heat the bread up right. and bring it out. You had to heat the bread, then you had to put the bread in the basket, then right. you had to bring it out. Well, I realized at 99 seconds, the basket would burst into a flames. Because <laughs> it was wire line. Oh. So to speed up my process, at, when I used to work at Perkins, I would put the bread in the basket. Oh, no. Throw it in the microwave and microwave it for 98 seconds. <laughs> I think just, steaming. Just before the point of internal combustion. Oh, my. Before God. it would hit 88 gigawatts <laughs> and shoot it to 1955. And I'm telling you. That bread came out hot every time. Mm. Basket might have had a little toast to it. Until <laughs> my boss got me. That was the worst job ever, man. Jonah Hot Bread. <laughs> Jonah Hot Bread Sorrentino. <laughs> no, my boss was always on my back. He was always on my back. I used to get so stressed working at Shoney's. And when I was in college, I used to dream there was tables in the middle of my dorm room. 
you had to take care of them while you're, while you're, while you're taking class? We, we had bunk beds. No, no, no. Like, we had bunk beds in my dorm room. And so I'd always be on the top bunk bed. And I would just be like, oh, I got to get table two. I'm in the weeds, man. I'm in the weeds. Somebody get table three. And my poor roommate, granted, I was only there a semester. He's like, you got to get a new job, man. It's like. Wow. Shoney's, huh? I used to work at the breakfast bar. Mm. You know who got me that job? Urban D. Uh, Pastor Urban, Tiny, Pastor Tommy, Tommy Kylonen. Tommy Colony, Colonizations. A.K.A. Urban D. Got me that job. A.K.A. It was my first job at college. And they wanted me to work like a work study crappy job, and I got that job. Wow. And, and, it, and I used to, we used to have to call back like more food on the on the breakfast bar. So there was a little microphone. <laughs> so we like make up foods that did not exist. <laughs> like we are currently out of the crab cakes. Crab cakes, we need more crab cakes. And they're like, the cooks are like looking around back there for crab cakes. <laughs> it's a breakfast bar. Wow. So we get, they'd get mad, they'd throw the thing down, rip their hairnet off. <laughs> Hair, hairnet's flying in a, in a fit of rage. It was just a, a virtual hurricane of yeah, hairnets. A hurricane, a hurricane of hairnets. That could be, you should have titled your album that. A Dude. hurricane of hairnets. KJ52 story. Sound like a bunch of dancing cafeteria workers. <laughs> Ooh. Dancing. Anyway, so then we would make up another food. <laughs> like, we're out of octopus. We need more octopus <laughs> on the breakfast bar, please. They <laughs> <laughs> throw things around. Wowzers. Do you think I was wrong for not tipping? I get super convicted as a Christian for like my tipping. Like, I sometimes feel like, what am I going to do? If someone finds out I'm a Christian rapper and I tip them only like ten percent, well, see, here, here's the which thing. I always never tip ten percent, except you should, it's God. It, you should not tip ten percent. I give God ten percent. I don't tip God ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Elohim. Here's your. <laughs> what is that? I'm, I'm just clarifying <laughs> that I don't tip God. I give God ten percent. Oh my! But gosh. I'm saying I. Wait, that's kind of weird if you think about it. Why do I tip the waiter higher than I tip the creator of the universe? You're not tipping the Lord Almighty, okay? But I'm just saying, from a, from a percentage standpoint. It's two different things, okay? And you're yes, you... And you what's that? You're paying him. You're not tipping him. You're paying him. Well, he owns cattle on a thousand hills. Oh! Sando! <laughs> well, with that being said, why don't you step it up, big boy, and give God you know 20%. <laughs> Monkey Why? meat wrench. Thank you very much. Because I don't know. I, I guess. I, well, okay. So for when it comes to tithing, you know, is it, some people say, "Oh, tithing is an Old Testament thing. Like we're not under the law anymore." Right. Why right. do we pick and choose what? Why do pastors pick and choose what we're under? Okay. Like we're conveniently under the law, but forget those shellfish. Go ahead and have some shellfish. You know what? Mix the two different cottons together. Meat and cheese on the same plate. Let's That's go for it. That's not kosher. That has nothing to do with being kosher. <laughs> So scattered. No, what are you Do you think about? I was wrong for not? I think, him? my friend, that we've been talking about this for almost twenty minutes. Twenty minutes of solid combo. Over a dollar, one dollar, bro, <laughs> bro. Where's my dollar? I will concede that point. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong because I feel the same way a lot of times. But you are famous, so. Oh damn! But but I'm saying, but it's it's not asking for a normal. It's not like. It's you, not like a restaurant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not a uh, he's not a he's he's not working for. T- I guess he is working. He for is t- working for tabs. Okay, but here's what I'm saying. You're a retiree. So why do you need an extra two dollars? Times are rough. You are probably make more money on your 401k than I made last year. If he had a four a good 401k, he wouldn't be driving a bus. I bet you would bro. because Ethel's like, get out the house. 
<laughs> Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> Margaret's like, I can't stand you. She's probably like, you either make a garden or you get a job. <laughs> but I'm just saying, do you think that's unfair? I should have tipped him? No. Should I tip him a dollar no matter what? No. He did go out of his way. Now I feel bad. No, because he did it wrong. He came at you wrong. They always kind of grab your bag when you get on. But see, that's, it's that gray area. Like, are you taking you my bag? You could have said, no, I'm good. I have it. Okay, I'll take you even one step further. And we have females present in this room. And I want to, I want their, I don't even know if I need their perspective. They're just going to hear what I have to say. There's <laughs> four male drivers, right? The okay. four male, four male, okay. This, this sounds really slow, slow down. sexist, slow down. but I'm curious why I react this way. There's four male drivers, right? And there's one female shuttle driver. And I see her every once in a while. She's awesome. She's super nice. Yeah. But she never gets my bags, ever. Ah. She never she never grabs my bags. She never hauls my bags up. She never helps me with the bags. And it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm not helping putting them up or it's like a, a weight issue, yeah. right? So I never tip her. Well, is she, that wrong? Well, she hasn't get, she hasn't provided a service. Yeah, you shouldn't tip her. Yeah, but I feel like am I doing that just because it's gender Look, specific? You're, you're paying the parking fee. Look, we're dealing with Christian day. guilt, gender guilt now. <laughs> but why? Like, if she's not helping or picking up your bag at all? Yeah, but I mean, like, she's still doing a job. Uh uh-uh. huh. That bias, comes gender with bias the. Would say, oh, she's a woman. She doesn't need to pick up my bag. I can pick it up. So that's what you're saying. If it's not gender bias, if you expect her to pick it up. The thing is, I don't want anybody picking up my so, bag. So is he? Is I this, don't want to give you my bag. I can hold. To expect her to pick up the bag if she's doing the job. I'm not expecting. No, no, the thing is, they all force themselves to get my bags. And if you go out of your way, like you run to my car and you <laughs> grab my bag. This man went for my bag. I said, I got it. Like, I like wish that. this was a visual podcast. Of Hillary, <laughs> Hillary just knocked her chair over. In a fit of, she got mad. In a fit of she got angry. Gender yeah, really. induced. I said that because I wanted to ride the shuttle from the ten dollar parking at the airport over to the airport, and I didn't want to pay a tip. Thank you. I did the same thing. I literally said, "No, I got it," because it was one little bit bag, so I got it. Right. So learn from Hillary next time, and don't get bullied by a retired senior citizen. Bag bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sort of, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is the fourth version because the first three deleted themselves. So, the story has been told way past its funny point. Oh no, I didn't know. All right, well, I'm just. Always, always. I'm just gonna end it right here because I don't even know. I'm still in a. I'm still in a quandary, if you will. I'm still in a, a hokey poke. Sure. Sure. You know what? I'm just going to go out of my way to give him a dollar next time I see him. There you go. I'm going to be the bigger man. Mm. I don't care if you're bitter, old, entitled, mm. angry, and oh, you wear Air Monarchs. Oh. <laughs> okay? You know what? Brought to you by Nike Air Monarch. Team Monarch, <laughs> y'all. Someone sponsored the podcast. <laughs> we out. Oh, until I forget how to shut this off. Okay, we're still here. Okay,